where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. <gasps> Today we have a really exciting episode. We basically interviewed my best friend Tierney Heap who used to be with the Royal Ballet and it's a really interesting interview, isn't yeah, it, Yeah, really interesting. We talk about her journey with body image. And- yeah, and just being at the Royal Ballet and just the roles and the casting and the ins and outs of the company and it's, yeah, a very fascinating episode. So I think you guys are really going to love it. Yeah, can't wait for you guys to listen. And before we get into that, you can win prizes just by listening to this episode. So all you need to do is take a selfie listening to this episode and tag at Stage Chats and you've got the opportunity to win one of our brand new toweling collection sets. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. Yes. Fabric's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Can't wait for you guys to listen. Let's go. And dancers, here we have the amazing Tierney Heap. So Tierney is from, well, actually, she just retired from the Royal Ballet, which is just amazing. So we're going to be talking about her journey. And me and Tierney as well, we used to be best friends. Hey, Tierney. Oh, we had the best time. Like, we've got some stories. Oh, my God, we've got some stories. So, so exciting. So we're going to get straight into it. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go. It. Let's kick it off. Let's go, Ailish. What are we going to start with today? Um. So what was the real reason why you left the Royal Ballet? Um. So I'd say for like, obviously, most people know I've been injured for about three and a half years, mm. Um. kind of on and off. So I had three surgeries. I won't go into that because that could be like a six hour episode there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll just leave the details out. But um, no, so I had like really bad ankle injury, kept coming, like came back nothing worked then had another surgery that's three times I had like over 10 injections in my ankle Um, and to be honest like my mental health really declined I'd say especially in the last sort of year because I was getting to the point where I was like I wasn't enjoying going into work at all Mm. I had really bad anxiety when I was going into work like even just driving into work I would start like getting these like heart palpitations and things um jeez I know. And I just started to hate going in because of the pain I was in. And I just, it's so weird. Like when you're um, injured, you kind of like, somebody actually had a really good um, analogy of what it's like. So Mm. there's like a ball that keeps like a ball going down a hill like this. Mm. And that's kind of like work. And Mm -hmm. as soon as you're out of that ball, the ball just keeps rolling and you're kind of just out there and it feels quite isolating and it can feel quite lonely sometimes yeah um partnered with when you're injured you kind of do go into a bit of like hibernation because you feel a little bit like oh everyone else is kind of getting on with their lives and you're stuck in kind of limbo land exactly yeah Um, yeah, so I kind of just started to not enjoy any Mm. part of ballet and I love fair enough (laughs) yeah yeah that part I absolutely love like I and I miss the performing side but Mm. going in day to day like the ballet bar was the most painful part of the day so if I could get through that I could just about manage and tolerate some of the pain throughout the day, but it was just all day, every day. I was in really Jeez. bad chronic pain. So how did you um, sort of and- know then, Tierney? Like, how did you know it was the right time to be like, okay, I'm done. Like, this is mm. just too much. Was there like a defining moment or? I wouldn't say it was like one moment, but it was like, I'd say it was leading up to maybe Christmas last year. To be honest, I have to say, even after my mm. second surgery, I started to think, I don't think this is right. I don't think this is yeah. going to work. Actually, and then I was like, no, no, no. Tell people how many surgeries you've had. I've had three and oh. I also have to have another surgery yet. Um, that's kind of pending. Yeah. 
Jeez. Wow. So after the second one, you were like, yeah, okay, I'm after sort of. After the second one, yeah, I was a bit like, I don't feel like this is going to work. And then I was like, no, change your mindset. You have to be positive to get back on stage. I can't have yeah. any doubts. Yeah. Um, so did that, really worked hard with my rehab. Like I've been in rehab for the last three and a half years, literally Whoa. living in the physio suite. So I I really hardly saw anyone from work. I literally <laughs> the physio lived in the physio suite. Oh my God, you poor thing. <laughs> Actually, just quickly, just for the people yeah. playing at home, physio suite, can you just elaborate? Like it's pretty luxe at the Royal Ballet oh, in terms of the it's physio. It's luxurious, yeah. It's, um, it's, so it's like a healthcare suite. So like wow. you go in, it's all glass everywhere though so it's like you walk in there's like all the physios offices here then you've got like a little um, studio where the rehabbers usually do one-to-one coaching then you go a bit further in and you've got like a little gym with like everything and you've got sports scientists in there then you've got the pilates um, room then you've got like a physio room it's it's amazing it's like so how often did you have to do like um rehab and stuff like per day was it like after class or so I wasn't even doing class for months like I would just go in I I would do like hydrotherapy so I was in the water for a little bit yeah um like beforehand then I would come Mm. to the opera house and I would do like maybe two three hours of physio and gym every Mm. single day even like throughout all the summer and everything yeah Yeah. I hardly took time off actually that is yeah that is intense so that's kind of I guess for those of you that are wanting to know why Tierney left like that's mm. obviously the reasons why you were just in general just in so much pain I love the cat in the background yeah <laughs> Tierney's got these cats is it which one is it which uh, one is, is that the Mowgli? cute one it's Mowgli oh uh, Mowgli. No. This, this is the wild feral one. Oh, <laughs> it's Mowgli. literally like it looks like a leopard guys yeah but it's, it's in the really shape cute. of a cat i have gigi on Mowgli. my lap so cute. I know, we're just full of animals. We love animals, honestly. (laughs) Would you say like overall, Tierney, that your journey in the ballet world was like easy or would you say like you did have it tough? Like you found it quite hard, like a bit of a fight to like get where you got to? Because Tierney, she um, was a, you were a first soloist with the Royal Ballet, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. one rank yeah. off principle for yeah. those of you that don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, so would you say it was easy to get there or overall? Um, I would say, in my opinion, people will probably disagree because I'm at the rank I'm at, but I feel mm. like everybody's story is very relative to their um, journey. Yeah. And also people don't know the ins and outs of everything, but like mm. I wouldn't say my journey was that easy at all. I feel like mm. I definitely battled with um, really being loud, strong personality, not really wanting to conform to kind of um, that. <sighs> it's not a stereotype, but I, mm, I yeah. do feel like it's like, God, you're loud. You're in the room. You're here. We mm. know you're here type thing. Um, and I feel like that didn't ever really settle. <laughs> we can relate like, to that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can definitely, I've heard this before. Yeah. Seriously, it's so true. Yeah, I, it's true. And I had it at school as well. And it always came across like, I was the one, you know, being out and doing things and I was not, I was naughty and I was, and I was Mm. mischievous and I did do things at school as I was growing up, but like Mm. I always worked hard and I always um, would stipulate that. I'd be like, I work hard though, you know, but then people sometimes can't see around that. They just see how you're perceived a little bit. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I don't think I had it that easy. Also, I had, I just like my body shape. I just felt, I don't know. I just felt like I didn't fit that like. The mold that classic, like was expected. Um, yeah, a little bit. You know, I've got boobs, I've got curves. I've got a, you know, I don't always look um, how I looked maybe when I was doing like Corabanti games level or mm. whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay. I had moments throughout school that was like, you know, you need to get a boob reduction type thing. Um, Jeez. Or, okay. We're definitely so going to talk about really this. you really struggled with body image issues. Oh yeah. 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 And, to, and all throughout 
even in the company life, like it doesn't leave you when people, when, I mm. feel like at school, if something's said at school, it really can stay with you all the way throughout. And then it was yeah. made 10 times worse with the injury because I was off and I couldn't True. exercise as much as I could. Yeah. yeah. And then I would come back and I would like, and I would wear like t-shirt. I'm only confident. To, I've not even told anyone this because I feel mm. only confident to say this now that I'm not there. Yeah. Um, but I would literally wear like full t-shirts and long sleeve leotards because I felt that uncomfortable with like my upper half. Um, so I wouldn't take it off. But it was perceived like I didn't care. It perceived like, True. oh, you know, I don't want to wear like the full leotard and the skirt and look yeah. like a ballet dancer. I look a bit like, oh, she just walked in keeping yeah. her t-shirt on type. Yeah. Thing. And actually underneath, it was just, I had really bad insecurities with my yeah. weight. So it's just like your coping mechanism. So like, yeah, that was what, it. Yeah. And what was like the moment, Um, like, let's talk about that boob reduction comment. Cause that's like, that's yeah. insane to me. I'm like, yeah. who the hell tells someone at like 16 to get a boob reduction? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what was that situation like? Oh, it, it was, it was, it was pretty like, I remember it was at the upper school and mm. they mentioned to get a boob reduction and not that my mum and dad were ever going to do that. What, but no. what we kind of did was I had to wear, um, I don't know if you remember this club, but I had to mm. wear a bra underneath. And yes. like at school, I was the only one who wore this, like, I remember going shopping for it. It was like an invisible bra. It was like one that makes it look smaller. And those leotards were, all of them were unlined. Oh so yeah, they no had lining. Zero yeah. support anyway. And I had like, and I had to wear this bra. And I remember it was the most, I don't know why it was the most embarrassing thing, but at the time, nobody else was wearing one. Yeah. And I felt extremely exposed and vulnerable and then yeah. we had to go into the company um mm. and i and i remember being like you know what the company all wear like tights underneath or they'll put proper mm. leotards with support yeah and one of the company members actually at the time pulled me aside when we was a student and, and helped me out and was like oh you know like in a really nice caring way and sort of said mm. this is how we do it you know we're adults yeah we've got boobs yeah mm. put this on this is what's going to help rather than kind of coming at it at the angle of listen Singling you're going to need out. a boob reduction in yeah. this yeah in this sort of industry like at 16 so yeah of course that's going to have a massive effect the rest of your life that that's you have cool, yeah. you know yeah. like hang-ups yeah, yeah that would literally just stay with you like as you said moving into your company life of course that would have been like at the forefront of your mind like oh I've already yeah. like apparently been told my boobs are too big for ballet so but then yeah. you got into the Royal Ballet Company which is very exciting but yeah. like also Going like in Royal, the, yep. yeah also like when you're in the company did you like experience like if we're staying on the track of body image did you experience yeah. anything there or no yeah yeah I still did yeah it mm. wasn't as like I, I wouldn't say it was as kind of cutthroat as that but it was definitely um it was mentioned to me and mm. um I remember having to do solos to um like extra solo rehearsals to try and lose weight for a particular role um but I used to battle with uh, this at this point I was in the quarter ballet and I was doing a principal role um, obviously in the quarter ballet, you know, this Claude, like we're yeah. at the back, the tall ones, mm-hmm. and we could probably only do about 60 to 70% of what our full potential was, especially because yeah. I was a jumper as well. Mm-hmm. I was a dancer that like traveled and jumped and I would, that was my forte. I wasn't kind of mini and on the spot. Mm-hmm. So I really struggled with quarter ballet life. Um, and so four years of that, like you're not going to be pushing yourself to the extremes. My body wasn't molding to mm-hmm. how it was later on in life when I was doing True. more principal soloist roles and I was on a bit more um so going from that to doing a principal role I was not going to be in the best shape possible yeah Um, but 
I, it was kind of like, you need to get in the best shape possible. Let's help you out. Let's do some extra solo coaching to try and get that, you know, that weight off type thing. Um, and so that really stuck with me. And I just, I don't know. I just always felt a little bit like I just, I never really did like the full classical roles. Like I felt like I was always doing, um, amazing principal roles, but I felt like, you know, like the Swan Lakes and the Bayadars and the kind of real classical, I don't Mm. feel like I was maybe seen that way for a very long time in my career. Yeah. And was like that, took do you quite feel like a while. that was, yeah. Do you feel like that was based on like your body image, like your body or like your I, dancing? I would say or? it was that. I think it was a mix. I think it was that. Mm. And I think it was the fact that I was a strong dancer, but I, I mm. feel like I did mold and change my dancing as I got older and learned more about the art form. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. I, I felt like I could have tackled it sooner, but you know, it is what it is. But I, I do think yeah. my body just had, obviously it feels heightened to me because I was going through it as well throughout the whole thing but when you're told certain things throughout it's it's hard to kind of shake that off I feel like 100% very hard people around you yeah and I don't know but ballet image is just a really really difficult one I think you've got to be so careful how you approach certain things 100% I feel like so many ballet dancers struggle with body image just based on like the few comments that are said exactly and even just like yeah it's just you're so impressionable at that age it just it honestly never leaves you and I think nearly everyone like I know Ailish, yeah. me, you, even we just interviewed Catherine Morgan. She went through the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think every dancer experiences it, but some have yeah. to go through like quite hard. Like that's, that's, that's crazy. Very, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Actually, yeah, in fact, you- there was, there was another, there was another role that I remember I was down for. Um, it was mm. a Balanchine role and I got taken out of that. What? Yeah. Really? I got taken out of that. Yeah. And it was that's around cr- the same time as the other one. So it was like definitely weight related. I, I didn't. So like, how did they, they never say said that like, to you? Oh, you're fat. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you're fat. It's more just like not in the right tone or like, mm. I don't know how they got around it. But Yeah. <laughs> we want you to tone up or something you like see that. Some, yeah. Yeah. But you see the next person who's doing it come in and they're like extremely thin. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, you're like, okay. okay. You know, you know, actions speak louder than words sometimes. Don't oh, they, so. oh, they definitely do. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? So do you remember as well the day you got into the upper school? Like, how did you find um, out? Oh, yeah. No, I do remember that. That that was like, I mean, that was like one of the most amazing days ever. I was just at home. We got the letter through. Um, and I think my mum my and dad were there. I can't remember both of them there. But um, I remember just like, I, I didn't think I was getting in at all. I, mm. I really didn't think I was getting in. I think it's just because you kind of have that thought like, oh, I've been at a local dance school. I'm never going to get in. I'm up against mm. people who've been training. Did you audition once? Five years. Just this once for the upper yeah. school. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, it was like, yeah. it's like two auditions. So you do like the preliminaries and then you do the finals. Yeah. Um, and I'd auditioned for like Elmhurst and EMB because I thought, you know, if I don't get in there, hopefully I'll get in the other ones and try yeah. and whatever. Um, but no, I got that letter through and I was just like, you know, when you just skip through and you're just like, can I see congratulations somewhere? Uh, and I could see that. <gasps> and it was literally like, it was the best day ever. It was, it was one of the best days. Like, you know, when you have like moments in life, that was one, yeah. when I got my contract, that was another, like certain oh, things in life are just, actually, you know, you, re- you of recall. Your contract. Oh yeah, of course. Speaking of your contract, what about that day? Like how did um, the director of the school tell you, or how did you find out? about your um, ballet so, contract so we got called well I you got called in individually to the director's office of the upper mm. school and I remember her saying oh you've got um 
BRB and EMB had offered me a contract. Um, mm. And she okay, she sort of said it like that. And then she was like, but also the Royal Ballet have offered you a contract. And I was just like, I, I, honestly, it just wasn't even in my mind that I was, yeah. I was going there. And I think cool. everybody else was shocked. <laughs> I think everyone else in the whole school was shocked. Well, the other thing is too, like, like you'd been like, re- you know, rejected from White Lodge, um, found it hard to get into White Lodge, kicked out of Elmhurst. <laughs> And like, you know what I mean? You'd like struggle. Yeah, I know. It wasn't easy. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it wasn't easy. That's what I mean when I say I feel like I've had it difficult. Do you reckon as well, Tierney, like even still to this day, this is like self-reflection. Like, do you feel like you've made it? Like you're obviously living so many young girls' dream, like being Mm. a first um, soloist with the Royal Ballet, like literally going to the Royal Opera House every day. Like, do you ever felt like you would like sit around and go, oh my gosh, like this is, I'm living a dream right now. To be honest, I, listen, I was grateful, but I don't think in in the moment you go, I'm living the dream. You're always yeah. wanting the next thing. Like I yeah. dreamt of being a principal. My mm. my mind was like, I'm I want to be a principal from day one of being there. I yep. just mm. was never gonna like I personally wasn't gonna, gonna settle, settle for yeah. mm. less. Yeah. So I was just like, but at the end of the day, I can't control how I move up or where I'm at in positions. But yeah. I just literally was like, no, it's going to work. I'm going to keep mm. pushing through. I'm not going to change, but I'm going to keep pushing through, keep working hard. That's going to yep. prove my way. And so the fact my injury like majorly cut it short yeah. was just mm. devastating. Now, now when I come out of it, I'm like, no, I did succeed. Oh, yeah, I got first yeah. soloist. You kind of reflect and go like, okay, yeah, I got first soloist. That's amazing. I did all these amazing roles. But yeah, it's yep. deep down. I'm like, oh, there's so many I wanted to do. There's so many of those like gritty roles I wanted to do. The Mylings, the Manons, the mm. Roman Juliets, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I think like, you know, in those times, at the moment, I do, like those roles. I don't think mm. were even in my vicinity anyway. I don't think I was mm. even seen in that way. Um, so part mm. of me is like, would I have even done that? I don't even know. It's you know, crazy it's to think, to- yeah, like your success is like based off how someone else sees you, like how your director yeah. perceives you. And what roles like, you get to yeah. do. Exactly. Yeah. They kind of determine yeah. your success, which is crazy to think, but that's just like yeah. the reality of ballet that's companies. Ballet, yeah. It is. Like I recall, to be honest, like when I go through most of my roles that I did, most, and I would say probably 90% are from external choreographers. So Whoa. I like, I know, and that's what was always quite interesting like you know as Chris Wielden love him because mm. he literally like for me he literally made my career like I would do I did all major roles in his ballets mm. and he gave me the opportunities really early on so that was massive and like yeah. I was in Wayne's from the very beginning I was in David Dawson's I was in the Balanchine later on in in my career um and so yeah I feel like a lot of it was actually external choreographers which is fine mm. like sometimes people's careers are made from external choreographers because they aren't in the building all the time yeah, yeah maybe don't have the same you know they just see me in a in a class they watch the mm. class and then they're like oh I like that person I like the way yeah. they dance let's yeah. put them in the you know no politics behind it yeah yeah, so yeah a little bit mm. yeah so I feel like most of most of mine actually were you know a lot of external things yeah that's pretty crazy isn't it yeah yeah, yeah so interesting and like now so you're are you 28 Tierney 28 yeah. yeah 28 um you've obviously just retired from the Royal Ballet Tierney's pregnant <gasps> Are we allowed I to know, say that? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my allowed. god, amazing! Oh, oh I know. So I, honestly, cool. so excited. Did that have anything I, to do with you leaving or yeah, no? Like, when did you find out? Um, so no, you know what? We had the little. Well, we didn't have trouble, but it was like I've always wanted a family. Yeah, Matt's always wanted a family, and like 
I don't know. That was another thing. Like it just didn't fit into the ballet career. Like I always yeah, doesn't, does it? <laughs> and it doesn't. It just doesn't. Like mm. I know you can have children, of course, when you're in the ballet world. But there is always that battle of like, oh, but next year I might get this. Oh, but yeah. like, not now because I might get that role later, or I might get promoted that year. Exactly. And so I feel like you know, there's just never a right time. Um, and so I feel like it got to a point where. I just wanted to try because yeah. I really wanted a family. And I was like, I don't know if this injury is going to go or not. Yeah. Not that I'd given up with ballet, but like, mm. I just felt like it was the right time. We felt mm. like it was the right time. Um, but we, we'd had like a couple of miscarriages before this one. Aww. And so it was like a kind of, it, it all happened quite organic actually like yeah. this is the right time I know yeah. this is but like this this is the right time and I yeah, think I was so definitely. stressed at work I don't think it was helping no I think. not not that it was the reason like miscarrying but obviously stress is a huge part and I oh, feel like I was the last few months I was so stressed like over yeah. Christmas I was really really stressed with work because I knew I knew I was in agony and I knew like yeah. this isn't gonna work and yeah. I, had to go, I had to you know I had to go in and Push sort of through. say like exactly what it's happens if, if I can't dance again you know yeah. like what, what do we do here um so and then like what happened is like so I miscarried in January I think it was yeah. and then um I basically went to see a specialist about my foot because I was still yeah. having really bad like nerve problems and then mm. they were like oh you're gonna have to have another surgery Ooh. and I was like oh my god I was like but I really want I went we're trying to have the kids nobody yeah. knew this either because we didn't tell anyone but mm. like I was trying to trying there and then I was like but I really need this surgery and then it got to a point where I was like I can't control everything I'm quite a controlling person like I try yeah. I try to control situations mm. um, and I had to just say you know what I'm not going to control anything whatever no. will happen will happen so mm. we continued um, and then ended up that I you know once we'd had conversations about me leaving it wasn't set in stone but it was like we were having conversations I felt instantly relief Relieved, I felt majorly because yeah. I didn't have to go in and be in pain every day and I no. didn't yeah. have to have that anxiety so going hard. into work yeah yep. so and then that was it you know we got pregnant and it was like baby's fine so wow. I, meant to be. I know timing exactly. worked and out like, perfectly yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like actually I'm glad I'm not there and having yep. the baby without. And it's just, I feel like that's my path. That's how it's meant to be. Exactly. So oh, you're not yeah. going back, not going back to ballet? Nah. <laughs> you're like, this is it? No, no, this is it. <laughs> I can, you know what? I I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in agony. I'm still really badly in pain. So I wow. can't even entertain it. Yeah. Mm, not I'm even still in so much pain. That's no. actually, what a what a journey you've had, Tini. Like, I think I it's been so good to just sit down and talk about, you know, how you got to where you are and also like, you know, the brave decision you've gone through by, you know, yeah. deciding this isn't for you anymore. Like it's time to yeah. have a family and how awesome. Yeah, it's good. I know. Good for our listeners there's too. Lo- yeah, yeah, of course. It definitely yeah, is. There's loads of things coming up. Like there's, yeah, of course. there's so many exciting things and like one thing ends and then like yep. the next thing, I feel like it's just a fresh start for us like exactly it's just the right time it just yep. is it feels I feel really happy and comfortable with all the decisions and like you know I don't feel regret I don't feel like no. Oh, no. you know and I'm just having this because it's the next thing it's like 
no, it was crossing over. It was time already. Yeah. And it just on. happened like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice. I really agree. Naturally. I feel yeah. like it's the right decision, Tini. And you seem so happy, yeah. honestly. And yeah. we're obviously going to see you in August. Yes. We're going to London. I know. I can't I know. wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> when was the so last excited. time you were here? So, like 2019. Three, three, so, three yeah. years ago, yeah. Yeah, three years ago. We were so, we're going to be reunited. But, Tini, we've loved chatting with you today. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you. We love you lots. I love you lots. for like hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll yeah. see you in the next episode. Oh. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye.